I got a whole bunch of keys to victory for the Aggies on Saturday. But I think the biggest is winning in the trenches. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in to Locked on Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked on Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Today, we are going to talk about some keys to a Texas A&M victory. Some keys to a win. What do we need to see on the field if the Aggies are going to win this football game? And the biggest key for me is winning in the trenches, both sides of the ball. So this, this is we're talking we're talking about stopping Texas. We're talking about stopping Alabama's rushing attack. We're talking about getting after the quarterback, and then we're talking about protecting Max Johnson and blocking for the running backs. Those are the four things that fall under this category. I do think this game is going to be won or lost by the amount of pressure you get on um, Jalen Milrow. If you can get pressure on him, if you can force him to leave the pocket, make bad decisions, I think the Aggies are going to win this football game. I think you're going to see him make bad decisions. If you aren't getting much pressure on Jalen Milrow, um, I, I think that he can pick you apart a little bit. I've talked about it. I am not sold on Jalen Milrow's arm. I'm not. I'm not sold on his arm. So if you are able to get after him all game long, you're living in the backfield, um, forcing him, you know, to kind of leave the pocket. You know, that's how that's how you win this game. You get that continuous pressure, continuous pressure all game long. You need to have pressure on Milrow. You need to have pressure. That'll help stop the run game. That'll help do everything you need to on the defensive side of the football. On the offensive side of the football, Alabama has some talented pass rushers. That is my second biggest uh, key to a victory is making sure you keep Dallas Turner out of the backfield. Offensive line needs to protect Max Johnson. We've talked about how Max Johnson, if you give him time in the pocket, he's going to pick you apart. If you give him time out back there in the, in, in, in the pocket to find open receivers, he will pick defenses apart, but he's got to have time. You have to give him the time he needs, and I think this offensive line can do that. We've seen some stats on Bryce Foster. His numbers are really good on the year. I mean, we've seen a lot of positive numbers from this Texas A&M offensive line. Are there things they could be doing better? Could things be a little bit better? Of course. You, you, whenever, you never settle, but I've been impressed with the offensive line. I think they've done exactly what they've needed to to help this offense succeed. Um, so... I think that winning that battle on the trenches, in the trenches, on both sides of the football is going to be huge, huge if the Aggies are going to win this football game. you got to make sure that you are protecting Max Johnson. And two, blocking for these running backs. We're going to talk about one of our keys is you know being able to run the football, but you have to be able to run the football. If you can't run the football, that's that's a concern. So this offensive line needs to create space this offensive line needs to create yeah create space for these running backs. If you can create space for these running backs, 
then you're going to be in a position where I think the Aggies will have that offensive balance that we all the ways talk about. You have to have it. You have to run the football at a high level. You have to throw the football at the high level. And giving Max Johnson time and blocking well for the running backs will do that for the Aggies in this football game. And then, yeah, keeping Dallas Turner out of the backfield. I mean, he is a gifted pass rusher, an incredibly good football player. Going to be making a lot of money playing on Sundays. you got to make sure you keep this guy out of the backfield. If this guy's living in the backfield, it's definitely going to be a problem. It's definitely going to be harder on Max Johnson. And I think it's going to take these receivers a little bit of time to get open just based on how talented Alabama's secondary is. So Max Johnson might need another second or two in the pocket than he he generally needs unless they're going to kind of, you know, uh, uh, work in some plays where he has some easy, quick, quick outs to some to Evan Stewart, uh, whoever he's throwing the football to. But I think that is going to be be the key here, making sure you win the battle in the trenches. If the Aggies win this battle in the trenches, I think they win this football game. Coach um, Nick Saban talked about it on the SEC teleconference. I was able to ask him a question. And he talked about just the physicality of Texas A&M, especially on the defensive front. This is a physical Texas A&M football team uh, in the trenches. Go show it. Go be physical. Alabama is a, is a good, talented, strong, big, uh, physical football team. Go out-physical them. If you out-physical them, if you out-push them, if you out-heart them, you'll win this football game. So that's what I want to see. I think a lot of this game is going to come down to the trenches because it just opens so much more. You know, if you don't win up front on defense, Jalen Moreau can, can leave the pocket and run. If you don't win up front on offense, you're going to, you're not going to run the football well. Or if you let people, if you let Turner in the backfield all day long, Max Johnson won't be able to get the football to the talented receivers. A lot happens in the trenches that lead to positives and negatives in a football game. So you got to win those battles. You have got to win the offensive battles in the trenches. We got to see it happen. The next takeaway I have, or key to victory, excuse me, I have from this game is containing Milrow. And we'll wrap this one into it as well. Make him throw the football. Jalen Milrow is fast. He's a great athlete. This is something that Coach Fisher talked about on the SEC teleconference I was on on Wednesday. He talked about, Milrow is one of the best athletes on this Alabama football team with an Alabama football team that is full of athletic freaks, you know? So the, the point coach Fisher talking about just how athletic he is really puts into perspective all, all what we need to know about this football team. This is, you know, uh, Milrow's an athlete. He is an athlete. He can run the football. And I, like I said, I'm not sold on his ability to throw it. So this a little bit wraps into winning in the trenches, but you got to have somebody spying on him if he's going to run the football. If you force him, if you keep him in the pocket and force him to throw the football, you force him to get rid of it and, and throw it downfield, I feel confident he'll make a mistake. So if you force him to throw the football, I think he'll make a mistake. If you don't, if you let him get outside the pocket and run around and you know all game long on you, uh, that's when I think Texas a can lose this football game. So you have got to make him throw the football and you've got to contain him, keep him in that pocket, you know, squeeze him in that pocket, get after him, do a good job. You know, this is Walter Nolan, you know, the edges set the edge, make sure you're keeping, keeping them inside the pocket. And then Walter Nolan, he's been playing great football. One of the best defensive linemen um, I, I, you've, we've seen these last few weeks. Well, that gives Walter Nolan an opportunity to get him from the middle 
if you were able to keep contain on the outside, that's what we need to see. So uh, make him throw the football, contain him, don't let him use his legs. If you do that, I think he's going to make mistakes, and he's going to. And this off this Alabama Crimson Tide offense is going to struggle to flow. That's what we need to see. So that is, you know, you could argue that that right there is the biggest key to victory right there with winning in the trenches. But I think they kind of go hand in hand in a way that I just lean toward the trenches is more universal. That's why I picked it as the, as the biggest key to a victory. But containing Milrow, making him throw the football will lead to positive things for the Aggies. We need to see that play out on Saturday. I've got a, a few more keys to a victory. We'll talk about one more in this segment, then we'll head on over to segment two. Get big plays. We're going to talk about the atmosphere in Kyle Field on Saturday and how important how important it's going to be in segment three. Big plays get the fans pumped up. Big plays get the crowd going. Big plays energize everybody. You have got to see big plays happen. And, you know, that's we got to see it play out. I'll tell you this. I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on this in the comments, and maybe it's just me. I, we, we've we've talked a lot about how confident we are in Max Johnson's deep ball, and in his game and a half be played, it's clear why. He's made two deep ball throws to, to Evan Stewart that you just go, wow, and that's a heck of a quarterback, and that's a heck of a throw. But, you know, I, I look at those numbers, and I say – I, 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 you need to have big plays, not just through the air, on the ground too. Big plays on the ground, big plays through the air. We've seen some of them over these last few weeks. If you'd have in Stewart, we've seen some big runs. You need to continue to see that. That's what sparks the offense. And big plays, you know, I, I say big plays talking about it in the offensive side of things like, you know, um, 50, 40-yard passes or 40-yard runs. But big plays can come on the defensive side of the ball too. Pick six, fumble recovery, and you take it down to, to Alabama's four-yard line, setting up the offense and in a goal-to-go opportunity. Those are big plays, too. But I'm more talking on the offensive side of the football, big plays, meaning like gains of, of 30, 40, 50 yards plus. I want to see a couple of those. If you have two or three 50-plus yard gains in this game, I think you're going to win this football game. I think it's going to get the 12th man bumping. It's going to get the crowd going. It's going to get Kyle Field rocking. That's what we need to see is a whole bunch of big plays. And I think this offense with Max Johnson running that can do that and can do it at the high level. So big plays is something I want to see, and I want to see a whole bunch of in this ballgame on Saturday. We're going to talk about some more keys to a victory and some interesting stats that the Aggies have accumulated so far into the season coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. I highly recommend checking out LinkedIn Jobs. It's a great way for employers to find employees and vice versa. It's just a great app. You've got to go check it out. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. So, 
more keys to a victory here for this ball game. Don't leave points on the board. And, and we're gonna we're gonna wrap these two into into one another and, and, and talk about them. Win the turnover battle and don't leave points on the board. The you know, the Aggies have not done a good job winning the turnover battle this year. Their their turnover ratio on the year is is in the negative. They've not this it's not been good. They are turning the football over at a high rate. You cannot turn the football over a lot. That leads to leading points on the board. It's funny. I talked about how, how key it would be to win the turnover battle last week against Arkansas, and I'll tell you why and why I, I wrap that in this week again. First of all, or one reason why, is because you continue to lose it. Second of all, I think that I kind of look at this, and, and this is what I, what I say. Uh, you, you lose the turnover battle. Well, I, this, this is my point. That in that Arkansas game, I thought Arkansas was going to be better than they were. I was not impressed with the Hogs. They did not play a good football game. I thought they were going to be a lot better than they were. I was very unimpressed with Arkansas and everything they did on Saturday. So I thought that Arkansas would be the game. Auburn, here's the deal. I thought you could lose the turnover battle against Auburn and still win that football game. Arkansas, I thought that if you turned the football over, that was going to be how you lost that game. Obviously, Losing the turnover battle ended up not being a big deal. This week, that changes. You can't turn the football over against Alabama and expect to win. This is still, we can sit here and have the, well, Alabama's not Alabama. I, I, I'm a, I believe that to a degree. I believe it to a degree, but it's still Nick Saban. He is the best college. He's the best to ever do it. So, well, I, I agree. I don't think this is an Alabama team that is I'm completely terrified of. It's you're still not favored in this ball game. You know, this is still a game the Aggies are not supposed to win. So don't leave points on the board, too. Don't turn the football over. The reason I say don't leave points on the board, think about all the turnovers last week against Arkansas. Think about let's say you got 10 points on those turnovers. Okay. Let's do this math. Do all this math. Let's say Randy makes both of those field goals. That's six points. You off your turnovers that you had, that turns into 10 points. That's 16 points right there. Then you got to remember the fact that the pick six led to seven points for Arkansas. That is literally a, a, a 20, let's 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, a 23 point swing in that football game. You could argue, you could argue, hey, on our turnovers, let's see, we scored a touchdown every time. Then we're talking. That is why. Now it's cool. I mean, hey, I'll admit it. It's kind of cool that the uh, Aggies lost a turnover battle and left points on the board and still just flat out dominated Arkansas in every in every way. But at the end of the day, that is not going to fly against Alabama and Tennessee and Ole Miss and LSU and some of these teams that, while they might not be what we fully expected heading into the year. There's still the good football teams you're going to play this season. That stuff's not going to fly. So I want to see, you know, Randy, make your kicks. I want to see, don't turn the football over. No interceptions, no fumbles. Don't turn the football over. Take care of the football. You know, Max, if you're leaving the pocket, if you're going to use your legs, hold on to that football tight. Don't put it on the ground. Even I mean, that hit to Max, listen, everybody here listening to this podcast and myself, 
would have fumbled that on that one that Max fumbled. I mean, that the helmet was directly to the ball. That's a tough play. Um, so I, I, now it, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse for him. I'm just saying that was a tough play on Max. But now he's got to know. You got to know. You got to make sure ball security is always at the forefront of your mind when you are leaving the pocket. If you're Max Johnson, the running backs, you know, they're trained. They know what they're supposed to be doing. Max, he's not leaving the pocket. You know, he's not a running back, so it's not you know part of his game really. He's got to know that going forward. So win the turnover battle in this game and don't leave points on the board. I think those two things can kind of go hand in hand, but I, I, I want to see that. If you do that, I think the Aggies can win this game and then, and then make your kicks. I think those are the things. If you do those things, I think the Aggies can win this football game. So I want to see that play out on Saturday. If you do those two things, I think the Aggies win this one. I really do. Um, and then run the football. We've talked about you know winning in the trenches, and this is another thing that kind of plays off of winning in the trenches. But I do think balance is going to be a big deal against this Alabama defense. They have they have a lot of talented players in that secondary. You got Kool Aid McKinstry, one of the best corners in college football, going to be a first round pick. Uh, everybody assumes really good player. You got some a, a talented young safety. You got another good corner over there. It's a good secondary. It is uh, as talented, as talented as these Texas A&M wide receivers are. It is still going to be difficult. It's going to be NFL talent on NFL talent when it comes to uh, Evan Stewart and Anias Smith and Moose and Noah Thomas going against Kool-Aid McKinstry and some of these other talented Alabama defensive backs and, and players in that secondary. So it's going to be skill on skill there. You have to be able to run the football to have that balance. That will open up things in the passing game. I'd love to see the Aggies run for a buck 50, a buck 75, maybe even 200. I mean, if you told me that the Aggies had 475 yards of offense on Saturday, 275 was max passing, and then 200 was on the ground, I would be really happy with this football game, I, with this team. I, I would be really happy with that rushing output. So I would love to see that. I would love to see a lot of um, – I'd love to see the ball move on the ground a lot. And I have that's I talked about that earlier in this week, as you everydayers know. That's kind of my weird, bold prediction for the season. I just have this weird feeling that the Aggies are going to run the football really well in this game. I do. I don't have a rhyme or reason for you on that. I just I have this feeling the Aggies are going to run the football well in this game. It'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Um, and if they do, if the Aggies run the football, I'll tell you this right now. If the Aggies run for a buck fifty, a buck seventy-five, two hundred, I think they win this football game because it will open up things in the passing game. So those are the keys to victory. Let me know in the comments your keys to victory, and let me know in the comments your score prediction. I um I'll put my score prediction and I'll pin it, and y'all can comment your score predictions below it. So let me know everybody's score prediction and keys to victory in the comments. Uh, I want to run through a few interesting stats, and then we're going to talk about why the atmosphere is going to be so key and um, uh, the question I asked Coach Saban on Wednesday. So the Aggies are 20th in rush defense in the in college football. I was about to say in the SEC. Oh, wow. It's, a, it's, it's Friday. Just remember that. But 20th in rush defense in college football, that is awesome to see simply because we know how much of a concern it was, how bad it was last year and how much of a concern it was going into this season. Seeing the, the rush defense is currently sitting at 20th makes me feel a lot better about the rest of the season. And it's not a fluke. I mean, that's that's against a really a, 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 an Auburn team that runs the football well. They're one of the best running football teams in college football, and an Arkansas team that runs the football well. These are not, they're not playing 
nobody in putting up these stats. These are legitimate numbers. This is really cool to see that they've done this so far in the year. The passing offense is a little lower than I expected. It's 30th. I was kind of guessing that'd be 25th, maybe 20th. Um, this is interesting. The passing defense is ninth in college football. If I would have told you that after the Miami game, I think everybody here that I said, well, hey, by um by by uh, heading into the Alabama game, this will be the ninth best passing defense in college football. I think people would have laughed at me. So that's that's really cool to see and really surprising. The rushing offense is 61st. That doesn't surprise me. I knew that was going to be like not in the top 100, but not in the top 50. So 60, 61 doesn't really come as much as a surprise. And then this, the Aggies have been great on third down. Texas A&M is 14th offensively in third down. Uh, in the, They're 14th in college football in third down conversions on offense. They are third in getting off the field in, on third down on defense. So the Aggies have been great. On third down, you could argue that that's another big key to this to this game is is being able to leave, uh, is being able to leave the, in winning the third down conversion battle. So if you can do that, I think the Aggies win this football game. So those are some interesting stats and numbers as we are almost to the midway point of this season. We're going to talk about the question I asked Coach Saban and why the atmosphere needs to be killer at Kyle Field on Saturday. Coming up right here on Locked On Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So I did get to ask Coach Saban a question in, uh, about the front seven on Wednesday. And it was so basically what, what I asked him was, you know, what did you see from the from this front seven about the pass rush? I kind of want to see what he's seen on tape. Um, some players that have stood out to him. He didn't give me a specific player, but he just talked about, like I said, how physical this team is. He thinks this Texas a team is incredibly physical. He thinks that they do a great job up front. He thinks that this is the best pass rush, uh, pass rush front seven they played so far, and it could be the best they play all season. A lot of high praise from Coach Saban about this Texas a and front seven, this Texas a and pass rush. So that was what I got to ask him. Uh, it was cool to hear his thoughts on Texas A&M's front seven and defense as a whole. I mean, he had Coach Saban gave a lot of praise to Coach Fisher, gave a lot of praise to Coach Petrino in another question, and just a lot of praise flat out to this team as a whole. Said some good things about Max Johnson, said some good things about this front seven, about this defense as a whole. So, yeah, Coach Saban had a lot of positives up to talk about with this Texas A&M football team, which was cool to see. Now, the last thing we'll talk about before we call it a day here on Locked on Aggies is this atmosphere at Kyle Field needs to be crazy. This is a big football game, y'all. This is a game, I mean, we're talking, winning the SEC West is in play if you win this football game. A lot College football playoff hopes are in play if you win this football game. There is so much still on the table if you win this game. And that's what it's about. You can say, well, it's going to be hard to get in the playoff. We already have a loss. True, but... We're in the time being, you're still in the conversation. So don't lose. You keep winning, you're still in the conversation. The atmosphere at Caulfield, you know, we we as a fan base, we've got to help these kids out. We've got to go out there. 
We got to be excited. We got to scream. We got to shout. We got to get this team pumped up. We really had, do have to help out this, this team on the field. And having Kyle Field rocking, having the atmosphere be great is something that could really help that out on Saturday. So we need to see a lot of – we just need to see a great atmosphere. I think the fans can do it. I'm not, I'm not worried about the 12th man doing it. I'm, I'm in no way concerned about the atmosphere. I'm just saying big plays, people need to get pumped up. The atmosphere can lead to, to wins, can lead to upsets. I get this game's kind of a pick. I don't know if I call it an upset, but it's still Alabama. So, you know, having a good atmosphere, it's not easy to play on the road. Make it hard on the Crimson Tide. Make it difficult on them to, to move the football, to, to hear themselves think, to get the play call in. Make it difficult. If you do that, I really do. I think the Aggies win this football game. Um, I think the Aggies win this game, ladies and gentlemen, but I think that uh, the, the fans, I think the Aggie land, just getting hype and being behind this team can lead to these players knowing how much how supported they are, how much this fan base loves them. And I just that's what I want to see. I want to see a great atmosphere on Saturday. I think we could see a great atmosphere leading to a big Texas A&M victory. That is going to do it for this episode of Locked on Aggies. Thank you so, so much for tuning in every single day. <clears throat> all y'all that comment every day, and it just it means a lot to me, y'all. I mean, really, I, I want y'all to know that. It, all the positive, all the comments I get and people saying, giving me their thoughts on the team and on the game and just everybody uh, chiming in, it's, it's why I love doing this. I love hearing your all's thoughts. I love this being a back-and-forth discussion. So just thank you all for watching. Thank uh, For those of you that listen on YouTube, thank you for commenting. Thanks for all you do for me by just watching me sit here and talk about Texas A&M football all day. So it means the world to me. I appreciate it. I'm hitting the subscribe button on YouTube. Helps a lot. Those of you that watch that aren't subscribed, hitting that button, it really does help me out a lot. I appreciate that a ton. We will have a reaction show Saturday when the game goes final. We will um, have that come out. Um, you know, when the game goes final, I'll record to get a little – 10, 12-minute reaction show out, talk about the game. Hopefully we're in a good mood, but we'll have that for you Saturday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a really good weekend. Enjoy the ball game. We'll have a post-game show for you Saturday. Everybody enjoy your weekend, and we will see you on Saturday.